And now, our feature presentation. Hello, it's another Simba dead. <laughs> Simba's Cinema. dead. I mean, that came out Simba. Is, is he still alive in the new continuities? Simba? Yeah. Well, we didn't see him die. I don't know. I didn't know if he was dead for the Lion Guard or whatever the new one is. No, it's not the dad. So I'm, I, I, I think the Lion Guard takes place around, like, in the beginning of the Lion King. Like, right when, Na, I think Nala is still a cub, and that's, she just had a brother. Oh. Right? I think I that's know. what happened. I remember not liking it. I didn't watch it because I was like, wow, this is not made for me. Well, okay. <laughs> anyway. That's the movie pod. It's the movie news podcast. Oh, here it is. To proving our title is anything but. Uh, the follow-up series introduces Simba's son, fun-loving Keon, who is happy that his sister Kiara is destined to rule the Pride Lands. So my question is, um, where was this? Does he die before the second movie? I guess he has to, right? Unless it's after the second movie and he was just like at military school or something. It's before the second movie, so maybe he like went to Europe on like a vacation. Or he's dead. Or he's dead. That would be a really gruesome way to end a kid show. But anyway, or... who are you guys? Well, I'm Brad, and I'm Nick, and we're the Cannoli Brothers. And I, I guess I have to be myself. And Connor is also Cannoli brother too. Still me. Uh, I'll, I'll throw you in on the uh, our social media Cannoli Brother tribe. Man, I don't need another social media account to run. <laughs> no, we the K-pop fans actually run it. It's yeah, weird. We're friends ah, with them now. Nice. We made amends. Very we love good. you, K-pop. While you were doing that, did you watch anything good? Anything new? Any whatever? Um, yeah, I uh, I watched the entire season of Ginny and Georgia, which was um, good. It was what it was. And then I watched the um, four-hour Snyder Cut. Me too. Yeah. I, you'll hear my opinions on it on an episode of No Highway that has already come out at this point. But I'll throw them out here. It's better, and I still don't like it. I, I liked, I, I was all in on the first half, for the first hour and a half. And then I was like, eh. And probably for the next like hour, I zoned out. And then I took a break. And then the next day, I was kind of like, eh. And then, you know, I really like the ending. Or like the last like hour and a half. I think what got to me most was, I think it was like two to two and a half hours in, they went into like the uh, radiation towers in the nuclear plant. And they were like, we have to save these people for the parademons. And I turned to the people I was watching it with and I was like, didn't this happen in the first 40 minutes of the original <laughs> are we this early in this stupid thing <laughs> i was very upset but along with the four-hour movie i watched an incredibly short movie this week the 2011 winnie the pooh movie is 68 minutes with credits i know my mom wouldn't let me go see it in theaters because she said it would be creepy oh man i did oh I, lucky I literally uh, got my driver's permit and then drove straight to the movies. And I was like, man, I, I want to see this. This looks nice. And it's it's great. It's real yeah. fun. I think it's very nice. It's very sweet. It's very funny. I fell asleep during it. But like that's just because I was watching it in bed. If I watch movies in bed, then I fall asleep because I'm usually comfy. 
I paid twenty nine ninety nine for it on Blu-ray right when it, the first day it came out, and I've only watched it once. Oh, nice. I used to have a mug that, like, from that time period that was a really cute Winnie the Pooh mug, but got smashed in college when one of my roommates was drunk. Well, you should sue him. I know a, he did say who he did say law. he would buy me a new one, and he never did. Oh, I know someone who knows law, and he is also on this podcast. That's true. Yeah. Do you watch me. anything good? Nick? No, it's just... oh, I watched uh, Justice League as well, um, and, and I liked it way more than the original. Um, the, I and I'm actually kind of anti or the opposite of Brad. I thought the beginning was really slow. I thought there was a lot of like a lot of buildup introducing the characters, but I really liked the end. And I liked where they took uh, where they took um, Flash and Cyborg. I thought they gave them a lot more to do. They did. Um, but also, it made Wonder Woman two seeing that and then rewatching made some of Wonder Woman's lines kind of confusing. I think all of the Wonder Woman stuff in this is really funny because it was like what was shot in twenty sixteen. So like Wonder Woman 1984 wasn't even in their heads. And she's like, I miss Steve Trevor so much. I haven't seen him in years. And I was just sitting there going, except for the time I resurrected him in the 80s as some other dude, which was weird. But like, I guess we're not going to talk about that. (laughs) I lost him once, but two times once. Twice. But (laughs) like, it wasn't really him. So one and a half, I guess. Maybe he's just embarrassed. Maybe, but I don't know. And then I watched Falcon and Winter Soldier too. Oh yeah, first episode that I liked. Yeah, it was. I mean, it's definitely a different feel than Wandavision, but like, mm-hmm. I I always dig. Starting with the Captain America: The Winter Soldier, I really I really like that aesthetic. I think they they figured out how to how to do that and make it kind of like cool and fun, yeah. and like and like uh, two very good actors and they're fun, and engaging. So, big fan. Yeah, this very much like finishing the first episode i was like it's not it didn't like grip me as hard as wandavision did but like solid mcu yeah i haven't watched it i probably won't i don't watch anything that's over 30 minutes long okay and by that i watched justice league james told me in uh the other podcast that i do so he proved me wrong yeah well yeah this we're, is we're team movies. brad here not team james <laughs> well yeah we're Anyway, the oh, also sorry, we were talking about uh, Winnie the Pooh. Uh, just a little fun fact for the, the listeners, however many of you there may be. Uh, Brad and I once rode that ride together in Disney, and it was great. Nick Nick had broken his foot, and I helped him up. And then, oh, actually, no, Nick did it all on his by himself. I was really proud. I was like a proud dad watching. Him. I hopped. Nice. To the he ride. Hopped, and the person was just like, "Didn't someone call you like Tigger?" Yeah, that's yeah. cute. And um, they're like, do you need help? And you're, you're just like, no, I'm going to do it by myself. And Nick did it by himself, everyone. And the ride, it was a great time. It was us and a family. It is a great <laughs> yes. ride. I remember when I went on it uh, in 2019, I was talking to the one cast member who was doing the college program. And I was like, oh, I did the college program. And she was like, oh, really? Where were you? And I just pointed across the street to the mine train. And she went, I'm sorry. <laughs> And I was like, yeah, no, I know. Anyway, let's talk about the smaller topics. Remember how we were like, man, Movie Pass might be coming back? Yeah. Yes. Pranked. Uh, we got, we got, got. Dude made it just to mess with his friend 
and then media outlets picked up on it and he was like shit <laughs> that's a pretty bummer. funny that's that is really funny the he should have done it a week later april I know. fool's yeah, day i don't I, I don't really get why he chose to make a website it was it was convincing though it was very convincing yeah very elaborate prank i would have uh, bought it so seth rogan's being cemented as the biggest actor of all time maybe because he's playing steven spielberg's favorite uncle in that young steven spielberg biopic he's making this went from a i don't want to see it to i will now see it dramatic seth rogan is good i like do you see jobs yes i, I did yeah he's good in jobs yeah jobs i gotta watch jobs again i think that's underrated is that the one with ashton kutcher no uh that's like genius inc or something weird uh jobs is um michael fassbender kate winslet oh okay i think uh, seth rogan oh he is yeah mm-hmm. oh i think i think seth rogan should have played steve jobs no he's was no he's steve jobs to me i look okay looks wise he's was even though michael fassbender doesn't really look like steve jobs no but when they made a movie about steve jobs where the people looked more like the people it was that ashton kutcher one with yeah. ashton kutcher and josh gad probably yeah. frequent podcast uh yeah josh gad josh gad and jared leto Oh, oh my god little. once they start a movie together that's gonna be the ultimate brad and nick movie oh man um but i like that seth rogan's getting these roles i like that we're giving roles to unproblematic talented fun actors like i think he's i think seth rogan's great yeah no i think he's yeah. great too unproblematically he said some weird jokes in the past but like that happens to everybody and he seems like he has grown so like yeah he's not like digging down and be like, well i'm sorry you got upset yeah the non-apology mm-hmm. american pickle i still stand by pretty good i yeah, still I like haven't gotten to watch it i need to i need to watch it um and speaking of a streaming movie so there's a phil lord and chris miller produced animated movie directed by one of the guys who was a writer on gravity falls called the mitchells versus the machines it used to be called Connected when it was supposed to come out a year ago. Oh, yeah, I saw the trailer for that. When it it's, uh, you know, robots attack a family who are on a road trip. Seems pretty fun. Uh, Sony had to sell it to Netflix, and Netflix just announced it is coming out April 30th. Wow, that's and, soon. Yeah, and they added to the voice cast. Like, the initial voice cast was uh danny mcbride maya rudolph i think alana glazer olivia coleman eric andre and then they were like also beck bennett conan o'brien abby jacobson alex hirsch the creator of gravity falls griffin mcelroy from my brother my brother and me (laughs) jay farrow (laughs) like so he's gonna rock yeah each Every single bullet point, I was like, this is made for Connor, <laughs> and I am so happy about it. That's cool that they're putting it out so quick, because I remember that uh, other Eric Andre movie was supposed to come out in theaters, got leaked online. Oh, The Bad Trip? Yeah, and now Netflix is putting it out a year later, and I'm like, wouldn't you think after they bought it that they would want to just put it out so that people would stop stealing it? With zero fanfare. Yeah. Like, I did not realize Netflix bought it and is going to release it until you said something about it. Yeah, 
and that, this was after Amazon leaked it. So mm-hmm. it's, I mean, like it's a it's a hidden camera prank movie. So like, it's probably gonna be a stinky. Yeah, it comes out on the twenty sixth. I think is that tomorrow. Yeah, that's or, tomorrow. Or when this when this comes out, it will have been last. Is Friday. that last weekend? Yeah, is, is that four days ago? Or, yeah, right. Oh God, three days ago. Hey, who's directing that movie? Which Bad one? trip? The the Conan one. The Mitchells versus the Machines. Yeah, it is. And who? You say Phil Lord and Chris Miller were involved? Uh, they're either producing or executive producing. Okay. They also got Fred Armisen and Chrissy Teigen, and John Legend and others are in it. Um, where is the director? Uh, Michael Rianda and Jeff Rowe. Oh, recently left Twitter, Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> As yeah, of today, sure. yeah. It's topical jokes for our listeners. <laughs> we got to keep them reeled in and knowing that we, we pay attention. <laughs> yeah, Michael Rianda did a bunch of stuff on Gravity Falls. Oh, and he voiced Thompson. Keenan Thompson? No, Thompson from Gravity Falls. Oh, I never watched it. Isn't that the Rick and Morty for kids show? It's it's more Twin Peaks for kids. Oh, okay. It 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 just the entire series is on Disney Plus. It's two seasons. It's when the new Ducktales started. I was like, oh, they're just doing Gravity Falls with ducks. It oh. got a little more grand, but Gravity Falls is fantastic. Bad Trip has a sixty nine percent audience score. I feel like that's on purpose. Yeah, I feel like that's very fitting. And I'm hoping that the uh, actual tomato score um, also is 69%. The tomato meter. Yeah. All right, time for some yay or boo lightning rounds. Give it a yay if you like it, boo if you don't. Uh, John Wick 4 and 5 are happening, but they aren't going to be filming back-to-back. Yay still. Yeah. Eh. The, the, eh. I love the first three. They're awesome. I liked the first two a lot, and then the third one, I thought they were going to wrap it all up, and that's probably just on me. Mm-hmm. I thought they were going to wrap it all off up, and then they had another cliffhanger-ish, and I was just kind of like, eh. John Wick 3, I didn't see the first two. I still haven't seen all of the first two, but my friend Chris and I just went to go see John Wick 3 on a whim because it was playing in 4DX. Oh, and yeah, yeah. Let me tell you, you get punched in the back a lot in those movies, especially as a first time experience. Like we were in legitimate pain. (laughs) And the best part was one of the scenes, a guy gets shot in the head and like the blood splatters towards the screen. That was the one time the water effect decided to work. So it just spurted in our face. And I was like, oh, no, that's blood. (laughs) I saw that as a double movie day. Me and my friend Chris, we decided we were going to go see that and then walk over to the Dolby Cinema Theater and see Rocket Man. It was a very odd combination. Oh, Rocket Man, good. That sounds oh, like yeah. a fun day. Honestly. Yeah, they were, yeah. They were both, both very movies. good. They were both very good. It was just like we went from like an action packed movie to Rocket Man. Mm-hmm. Did you see uh, Scott Pilgrim's getting a Dolby Cinema exclusive 10 year release? I did. I thought like i've been thinking of going because technically i get the vaccine the friday before this comes out but that's what or the I second thought, vaccine i thought about it but i'm 
saving my first movie experience for in the heights like i yeah i'm not doing anything else before it yeah my first movie experience is a news thing um later on in this episode so oh, yeah right what if they said like you've won a vip trip to see a, a private screening of the social network with the uh actors say for you know a couple um and director and and producers would you do would you skip in the heights for that well I'd oh no this. but you have to sit in between both army hammers no okay <laughs> I, I, no he I'd might skip it him. also because i would want to watch i wouldn't want to watch the social network with aaron sorkin near me because i'd just be sitting there watching it because when i watch it at home every time a good line happens i just go yeah good line well he would love that <laughs> he'd be like would you like to write with me and then he would become his protege i'd just laugh at him i'd be like no he would take you on a very long walk through a bunch of hallways. I'm sorry, I haven't seen Molly's game yet. Um, can this episode be called Cinema is a Long Walk Through a Bunch of Hallways? <laughs> I mean, yeah, you two are the only people who listen to the goddamn thing, so sure. Yes. <laughs> well, Nick's the only one that listens. I skim through just so it gets a play. <laughs> I support Friends podcasts. <laughs> Right. Um, so you know this same day HBO Max deal that's been going on for this year yeah it is only happening for this year Warner Brothers has made a deal with Regal to show their movies in their theaters but with a shortened release window of 45 days exclusively in theaters big boo I so it's not gonna be an AMC's I don't know. No, I don't think it's exclusively in those theaters, but the 45 day thing I think is exclusively I like Regal. That. I'm, I, I'm confused about the deal, but like Regal theaters are reopening for Big Monkey versus Big Lizard. I'd say Ant on it because I knew that they were going to like stop doing the simultaneous release, mm-hmm. but one, I'm going to be so used to it at that point. And two, they already kind of announced that like it was going to be like a 45-day thing because that's the same deal that they had with AMC. Yeah, the 45-day thing is interesting because that's half the time of normal uh, from, theatrical windows. It usually was 90 days. Like from, the movie would be in theaters for two to three months. Or it would be in theaters for a month or two and then there would be a month of no movie and then it would go on demand or streaming. Yeah, I remember, I think it was with Freaky, the first one that they did it with was like, if it makes over under a certain amount, Mm -hmm. then that's when they determine if it's still going to be in theaters or not. I think they get the option or something. Who knows? I think I'll give it a light boo. I think it's interesting, but like, I, I don't know. It it feels like it's going to hurt movie theaters more than help them. Yeah. Can can we make our first review episode about King Kong versus Godzilla? Sure. Yeah, okay. Cool. Sure, that's uh, next Wednesday, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'll watch it at some point. He yeah. is... Ri- <laughs> it's for Easter weekend. Kong is risen. <laughs> <laughs> Um, it has to be called that. 
Speaking of Warner Brothers, one of the major villains of Shazam 2 has been announced, and it's Helen Mirren. She's already a villain in Fast and Furious. She can't be a villain in multiple movies. Shazam. They're different. Yeah, but when she's they not eventually... A, they not eventually for long. Not Is for she long. a villain in Fast and Furious? <laughs> yeah, I think I so. She, I thought she was just Vin Diesel's mom. Oh, maybe, but or when they connect, no, when Nick connects them. She's Shaw's mom. Oh, okay. Um, when that Nick doesn't... connects them, they're going to be part of the same series. When I run movie, <laughs> when I run movie studio. So it's going to be they're going to be together. I don't know what else. Can you get ready for the trailer for like Shazam 8 this summer from the people that bring you everything. Shazam 8. <laughs> this time it's Brad. <laughs> yeah. Who's Brad? It's like, oh, is this a friend? <laughs> I'm in. I feel like I just had a stroke listening to that. <laughs> Cinema is, I feel like I just had a stroke. Cinema is everything. So you don't like short titles, do you? <laughs> no, I want it to be the longest title it has to be. With a lot of punctuation. Yeah. A lot of confusing punctuation. Like, is it like an explanation point at the end or would it just work with a period? I'm oh, an a English real major. Lionel Hutz move. What about an upside down exclamation point in the beginning, like Rob Schneider's Netflix sitcom, Rob? <laughs> oh, that exists? Or what, wait, was that the CBS one? He I had a Netflix had, one yeah. and a CBS one. I think it was the CBS one because the Netflix one was a weird, like, one that he filmed in his, like, house with his wife. Only two of the main cast of uh, Grown Ups should be able to do stuff. The rest of them should just go away forever. Rob was a CBS one. Uh-huh. It <laughs> premiered January 12th, 2012 and ended March 1st, 2012. <laughs> Nick, you should have your own show called Nick! Explanation point. Oh, but I just have the exact same plot lines as the three episodes <laughs> of Rob. Exact same ones. It's the Excuse same script. you. Eight. Of oh, the eight <laughs> episodes. And like Teach I, Marin is the second build cast member. And like I I go making copies and then look at the camera real coyly and like the fake crowd goes, yay! You said the that series one. follows Rob, played by Rob Schneider, a former lifelong bachelor and landscaped architect with OCD who marries into a tight-knit Mexican-American family and attempts to be closer to them, often ending disastrous results despite his good intentions. Oh, that seems like it's aged wonderfully. From 2012. (laughs) Like, I bet there's some jokes in the first couple episodes that are just not okay. Probably not. I remember it being made fun of as it was being released. Yeah, I do too. Like, that'll just bring it up now. Like, I'll just think of Rob. (laughs) Just like the poster. And then, of course, he tried with the second show on Netflix and called it the same thing, just dropped the explanation point. Oh, Rob. really? He just called that one Rob? <laughs> yeah, it was called Rob, and it was, like, filmed with his actual wife. That's Rob. They filmed it in their house. He's just real sad. Rob. <laughs> Rob. His next will have a comma after it. Like, Rob? <laughs> Rob. And last but not least, <laughs> the biggest yay that Brad's ever going to give on this show. Gentlemen, we are opening the book one week earlier than expected. May 14th instead of May 21st. Spiral from the Book of Saw. I We're finally risking. going to get to see Chris Rock's terrifying new vision. One week early. 
one week early. And if I didn't have the vaccine, I would risk my life and everyone's life to go see that movie. It feels like a saw trap. Exactly. <laughs> That's what they're doing by opening this movie right now. But... Do you want to keep other people healthy or like watch Samuel <laughs> L. Jackson talk to a puppet? The second one. Fuck. <laughs> I could easily start this pandemic again by going to see the new song. <laughs> Threaten that on air. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Well, no, I'm not going to purposely do it. I'm just saying, no, wait, I can't do it. I technically will have the vaccine. And so then Bra- Brad starts it, and then and Brad's patient zero, and he's like, guys, it's just the flu, I swear. It's not as bad as COVID. <laughs> it makes people start getting, like, uh, circle little marks on their face, <laughs> like, like the saw puppet. That's it. (laughs) This new novel coronavirus nicknamed Spiral from the Book of Saw Flu. (laughs) You got the the Brad virus? Whoa, hey, whoa. (laughs) I this is very much a yay for me. Not the Brad virus, because I don't think anybody wants that, but like um we look cute, we look like dolls. Exactly. So maybe everybody does want it. So big yay. I'd, I'd give it a yay, I guess. I'm not going to see it. So If anybody says no, if anybody says nay or whatever it is, I am boo. logging off. It's what? boo. No, yeah. You know, <laughs> changing it up. I'll say yay as well, but mostly because it may, it's going to make Brad happy. And I'm not going to see it because I don't want to see Chris Rock get like decapitated. Well, here's the rule. I think I've said this on the show any of my friends that come with me have to lie and say that they liked it for at least a year after and then we all open up over some drinks about how much it was bad exactly a year later it's like yes precisely you a shared trauma or something may yes. 14th 2022 <laughs> all right let's get on to the big things disney had some delays and moves to disney plus uh which i guess means nothing is going to get better who knows but saw's coming yeah so uh black widow is moving from the beginning of may to july 9th and cruella is hitting on may 28th both are rated pg-13 and both are getting disney plus premiere access i i expected that for black widow cruella seems like an odd choice for that with mulan not doing well yeah i don't know why that's getting a premiere access but then jungle cruise is still coming yeah they didn't say anything about jungle cruise supposedly it's still coming to theaters i hope so because i like that trailer and i like the music that they have in it it's a fun little theme they keep pushing it back because i read i mean this might be fake but i read that it uh it's testing way higher than I thought it was going oh, to. Oh, yeah, no. Internally, I've heard people are like, this is like the first Pirates of the Caribbean for us. Yeah. So, I, it, for some reason, IMDb says it's only an hour and a half, which seems really short. It's a placeholder. But, yeah. Because people could go in and edit that. So, but also, if it's a 90 minute movie, hell yeah. Yeah. Same thing with Kong versus Godzilla. It's only an hour and like 45 minutes. And mm. I'm just like, the director Great. has come out because people are apparently asking him, like, is there going to be a three-hour director's cut? He's like, no, this is the director's cut. I like quick movies. Like, yeah. if your movie's well, over two hours, you got to be selling me something huge. That Yeah, he said if it was three hours, it would just be people talking and no one wants to see that. 
Yeah. And I was like, oh, that was a knock of the last year because there was a lot of talking. Uh, weirdly enough, not getting a theatrical release or premiere access cost, Pixar's Luca is just dropping on Disney Plus June 18th. That seems like a weird choice that they're dropping the Pixar ones. Yeah, they're making the, good the ones. Pixar ones, Disney Plus originals, and I, I guess it's to like elevate the brand of Disney Plus original movies, but not taint the main studio. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. I'm conflicted because I like that I want to pay thirty dollars to see it. Yeah, but I too. also, I also like. I don't know. I wanted to see that one in theaters. Yeah. Look at how yeah, vibrant the colors. Are. I feel like Cruella is going to be bad. I'm going to go on record. And yeah, like, not jokingly bad. Like, like I think Barb and Star is bad, but I'm gonna watch it. I fucking love Barb and Star. I just don't think that Cruella looks. No. It, it looks like oh, what if Joker had none of the edge, and it was Cruella. I mean, Emma Stone's the only redeeming thing, and like, I like her, but it, it, I, she may be great, but it can still be a bad movie. Yeah, Thompson's in it too. It seems weird that that seems like one that they should have just dropped right on Disney Plus. And that's their plan with live action remakes going forward. So yeah, I don't know why they just didn't start that early. Let's let's I you know I host a Disney podcast, so I'll reach out to both of the Bobs and uh, mm-hmm. let them know. Yeah, I heard you got a guest waiting to go on. I do. Yeah, we had who, a, uh, we had a who might have soon. a connection with both of them. Yeah, it's me. No, it's <laughs> me. Uh, yeah. Also not coming to disney plus but release dates getting shuffled around so because black widow is delayed shang chi and the legend of the ten rings is coming out september eternals is still in november i'm surprised they're not moving eternals way up because i think the director of it's about to win best director and best picture at the oscars it might have something to do with uh oh you said way up i was gonna say I thought you meant way back, and I was going to be like, oh, well, they, uh, uh, Spider-Man comes out yeah. in December, so it probably ties in somehow, so they can't move it back much farther. It, this, some might happen with it, but like I've, I just feel like it would be smart to just jump on the Chloe Zhao train, and if she does do well at the Oscars, be like, all right, fine, Eternals and Black Widow, we're switching dates. Either that or have it like Black Widow should have came out in May still and then move that to July. Mm-hmm. But anyway, uh, we also got delays for Fox movies. Uh, remember Free Guy? I was excited to see that yeah. and now I forgot about it. I forgot it existed until recently, but it's coming out August 13th. Ryan Reynolds is a Grand Theft Auto NPC. That'd be fun. I'll watch it. But I, yeah, I'll definitely probably look at it at some point uh the king's man the world war one kingsman movie which was supposed to be like february 2018 i feel like not 2018 but like february 2019 maybe or like september 2019 it's been delayed a bunch but now it is december 22nd of this year something called deep waters on january 14th i forget what that is and the sequel to Murder on the Orient Express, Death on the Nile, is coming out February 11th, 2022. A movie that starred Josh Gad. 
Yeah, and this new one, I think, is Army Hammer and Gal Gadot. Hmm. Are they going to cut him out? Are they going to put someone else in instead of Actually, Army Hammer? Is, is he in that one? He might yeah. not be. I might just be thinking of... Uh, put pre- Jack Black in instead of Army Hammer. They were they presented at the Oscars together, I remember, because I remember being like, that's an attractive couple. But I don't know. remember if they're actually... He, no, he's in it. Uh, let's see. Yeah. The cast, we got Kenneth Branagh, Tom Bateman, Annette Benning, Russell Brand, Russell Brand, Ali Fazal, Don French, Gal Gadot, Army Hammer, Rose Leslie, Emma Mackey, Sophie Okonedo, Jennifer Saunders, Letitia Wright, Letitia Wright, and Anne Turkle. Well, Army Hammer, I don't think they might have to do some reshoots. Maybe. I haven't seen anything about it, but Kenneth Branagh wants to make an Agatha Christie cinematic universe. Oh, I'm a big fan. And it it ties into Sherlock Holmes, and then it's a mystery universe. And they meet Scooby-Doo. The final big story. It's not a huge story, but Sony's trying to make another Bewitched movie. Oh, do you remember the 2005 Bewitched movie? Oh, well, you girl. mean the movie about a sh- about a show that was the remake of the original show? Yeah, she's actually living it. Yeah, it's a. I I respect it for the premise alone, but it's a disaster. Yeah, not very good. Steve Carell's fun in it. He's in it. It's true. He yeah. he's Uncle Arthur. Oh, I didn't know he was in it. He's a vague Uncle Arthur where you don't know if he's real or a figment of Will Ferrell's imagination. Yeah. And like it's it's her whole thing is weird because she's not explicitly Samantha from the show, but all of her family members are the family members from the show. Yeah, so yeah. it's almost like someone so, in the past would like saw a vision. Yeah. And then it ends with like the setup of like, okay, now it's the show, and the next door neighbors are Richard Kind and um oh my god, what's her name? She's the voice of Princess Carolyn. She's in Kimmy Schmidt, Amy Sedaris. Hmm. And like, that's just a funny setup. And then they don't do anything with it. I just wanted to bring that up because like, it's a weird disaster of a movie that I was watching and I got about like half an hour into. And then I got on the call with my now ex-girlfriend and I broke up with her in the middle of it. Bewitched? Yeah. It was fun, it was fun to end that conversation like on good terms, but she was like, "Yeah, all right. Well, what do you have to do with the rest of your night?" I'm like, "I still have like an hour to go and be witched." Oh, <laughs> oh no! Yeah. <laughs> so it got the night got worse. Oh, uh, yeah. Or not worse. What I mean is, it didn't get much better because you had to finish that movie. Yep. yep. I kind of stopped it and just wallowed in sad, but I was like, nah, I want to finish this weird thing. It's better to watch it when you're sad so that you can appreciate how bad it is. I guess. Anyway, I don't. I don't know what I meant by that. I don't but... know why I wanted to bring that up, but like, <laughs> I think it's a funny little thing. I think I, it's a I think it's a funny little thing to be like the movie's bad, life experience not much better. <laughs> yeah. Did you ju- did you watch that for No Highway? No, cuz you didn't come. No, that. I just felt like watching it. Um Blank Check with Griffin and David was about to or they did do an episode about it and I was just like, yeah, this weird thing. I I need to check it out again. 
Yeah, I've never thought of that movie and been like, I'm, I'm going to check it out again because I watched it once as a kid and I was like, I didn't like it. Mm-hmm. I was probably like 12. I think as a kid, I just remember hearing the story and being like, I think that's cool, but I can't yeah. tell. Yeah, my dad. I remember my dad watching it and he was just like, I didn't get it. And he just walked away. <laughs> <laughs> that's a response to any movie I don't like anymore. <laughs> just, I didn't get it. Didn't Throw get it. <laughs> well, I mean... That's similar to my dad's reaction to Black Panther. <laughs> well, no, he liked Black Panther and he was like, this is saying a lot of interesting things. But then the post credit scene happened. And when Bucky comes out of the hut, my mom's like, aha, I knew they didn't kill the bad guy. And I was like, what are you talking about? She's like, that's the claw man, right? You know, claw, the guy with the one arm that they said was dead. And I was like, oh, no, that's Bucky. He's Captain America's friend who died in the first movie, came back as a brainwashed villain in the second movie and turned kind of good in the third movie now rehabilitating here so he can show up in the next avengers and my dad just went and people think these are fun (laughs) didn't get it (laughs) i don't think i stayed for the credits of that one i'll be on and i think i saw it with you yeah we did oh we did yeah i don't remember that far back it's not a memorable post-credit scene but that happened to me over the summer because because ABC showed it in honor of Chadwick Boseman passing. And my parents were like, yeah, let's watch it on ABC. And I'm like, we can stream it on Disney Plus in 4K. They were like, let's watch it on ABC. <laughs> so I watched the movie in standard definition. I won't lie, I do that sometimes. I do that sometimes. If the movie feels different on TV. Yeah, it, it was still good. I was like, these colors still pop. But like, man, it's so small and grainy. <laughs> And like the dark scenes are hard to look at. That movie was also our experience with Movie Pass because we drove to a theater that was like eleven miles away instead of the one that was a mile away because Brad because they wouldn't accept Movie Pass at the Disney theater. I know, and I should have just shut it down and just paid for the movie. <laughs> yeah, but I mean, we we got to go to City Walk. City Walk, great. No, yeah, yeah. I do love City Walk. Although. One thing I always wanted to do was bring in some rum to Disney Spring to get a Coke Icy and have a rum and Coke mm. Icy. But you can't do that at Disney at City Walk because of the metal detectors. Yeah, and, you, you, know. you can drink the water like out of the fountains. Oh, you mean the fountains shoot up? <laughs> that's how I'm going to start my own disease if I did that. I mean, that's how the sector keeper got a staph infection. And died. <laughs> he was it's a child. True. Rest in peace, sector keeper. You keep hitting that mint jewel. All right. It's time to play Jared Leto has no say here. What are your pitches? Um, so my story is about this person named Bradley. And on a night of podcasting, he went out and he got five guys before. And it was okay. <laughs> is this Brad telling us he really has to poop? No, no, no. It's it's worse than that. Oh no. Um, he got the Cajun fries, and after he went and washed his hands. And he didn't wash them enough, apparently. So now his eyes are burning and have been for about two hours. Oh, God. And, you know, maybe it will interact with the COVID vaccine and I'll go blind. Why didn't you stop? Why did you? Why didn't you say, hey, we can delay this recording a sec so I can wash my eyes out? You know, because I went through the other show like it, too. And I just figured the pain builds mean character. <laughs> the pain builds character. You we're know? not like, tyrants like James. We don't we're run. Do- yeah. we're, we're doing a uh, art 
I'm doing an art performance. Right now, you're literally just doing a podcast for yourself and Nick <laughs> and me when I edit. Yeah. Hi, and, you know. us. <laughs> Hope you had a good weekend. How, how'd you like the Suicide Squad trailer that comes out tomorrow? It was good. Did Weasel make you scared too? He is freaky looking. I am worried what James Gunn is going to do with him. Anyway, you got one, Nick, or do you want me to yeah, go? Yeah, I mean, I can go. It's up to you. But Go ahead. Um, so so <laughs> Zack Snyder's Justice League actually gave me two pitches. Uh, so the first one is something I like to call the Spiniterverse. And what that is, it takes influences from the Snyderverse and the Spiderverse. And we get different Zack Snyders from around the world. We get, we get Watchmen Zack Snyder. We get original pre-production Justice League Zack Snyder. We get the Snyder Cut Zack Snyder. I think he did 300, but you get that Zack Snyder too. And it's a documentary of the four of them talking about their filmmaking process. No, Dawn of the Dead. Uh, no, that Zack Snyder um, said something bad about the other Zack Snyders. So that's going to be like a post-credit scene that sets up you know, when they reconcile. Um, so it's going to be talking about that, but the real pitch I have is, um, so we talked about Marvel stuff and everyone knows that when you, you know, when you change the past, it, you know, it doesn't change your future or doesn't alter the future or whatever that Hulk line is. So I think there's gonna be a new movie, uh, you know, let's call it uh, war machine and war machine is really missing Tony Stark. So they go into an alternate universe and they bring back Tony Stark, but this Tony Stark doesn't feel like he belongs he feels like i'm dead what's there to do so he goes into deep cover and he starts working with an with a friend who will allow him but that friend passes away along with his wife uh this friend of course is thomas and martha wayne um and and he becomes the alfred to this batman he's building all those things how else would alfred know how to build all these things he contributes a lot of the wealth he does all the stuff that he had built already and it's 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 not played by Robert Downey Jr. It's played by Robert Downey Jr. in the beginning, but then Alfred, of course, is Jeremy Irons, who in the Snyder Cut and the Justice League looks an awful lot like Tony Stark. So this connects those two, the, the MCU and the Snyderverse, and it just shows that in all along, Batman was being raised by Iron Man. Okay. I got nothing, but it sounds nothing. good. Sounds good. Don't, don't um, they look alike? They do, yeah. Uh, Emmy was, uh, you know, smoking some. Oh, Emmy was, his glasses, he, he resembles him for yeah, sure. Emmy, Emmy was, you know, having a good time while we were sitting and watching it. And by that, I mean, it's legal in Massachusetts, what she was doing. And um, uh, she goes, why is Iron Man in this movie? That's Batman. And she would not let it go. <laughs> so... Um. Uh, mine is also inspired by the Snyder Cut. Mine is called uh, Little Shit Hunter. And <laughs> it's John Hamm in the best shape of his life. And he's just running around, fists out, uh, tracing the IP address of anybody who is still tweeting hashtag restore the Snyderverse on Warner Brothers posts <laughs> and just punching him in the nuts and running away. <laughs> Like, you know, the SNL uh, digital short, people getting punched before eating. It's a feature length version of that. Oh, I'm oh. is the music in it? Yeah. Okay. Is Andy Samberg in it? He is 
John Hamm's man in the chair. So he's the one actually finding the IP addresses and being like, John, you got to get to 84 Humpner Drive. <laughs> I'm in. I'll watch it. I'm in for all these movies. I actually would watch a like a spy movie where John Hamm's a bad uh, spy and Andy Samberg's telling him what to do. That sounds good. (laughs) I'm in. And then Nick's also in it because why not? Ooh, what's what's my character's name? Uh, Andy Samberg two. T O O or T O? Both. Oh, two two. yeah, it's gonna be like a little slash. Oh, I was gonna say Tedvin. Tedvin. Well, I do. I like both of those. It's Ted and Kevin put together. <laughs> I'm in. All um, right. Did you guys get the picture of Jeremy Irons and Robert Downey Jr. that I sent? Yeah, they both got purpley glasses. Yeah, and the similar facial shapes. Oh yeah, did either of you call in to No Highway to request Kung Pao enter the fist? No. No. Well, All right, then that phone number is not either of you. No. We did a roulette wheel and that's the bonus episode we're doing next. Spoiler alert for the Justice League episode. Yeah, I don't even that movie is not near what the first movie I'd think of. Okay. Well, anyway, oh, uh, what do you guys got to plug? Where can people find you? Um, I have a podcast with Nick and Connor called Cinema is Dead. Um, you can check it out on Mondays. I also have a podcast called the disney college podcast which is okay as well and you can check it out on sundays you can't see this but kermit is on the screen and he's going to be on the disney college podcast at some point as well i better wow what the hell was that i better (laughs) it's happening it's happening this week i just we had a lot of disney news that turned out to be not as much as we had planned for so uh (laughs) it uh it's a ride the episode is a ride so okay well i'll be sure to listen in on my drive to work <laughs> you can uh, drive Kermit has to work Kermit? in person yeah man you, you didn't watch the 2015 show oh i did actually do, do you have to wear a mask mm-hmm. you're not well, working I mean, remotely i don't have a nose so no uh production was able to start back up and uh we've been we've been writing we've been talking and while I do have to wear a little mask, it's hard when you don't have a nose. <laughs> and, or ears. Kind of goes up around my eyes. I kind of tie the loops to the back of my neck collar. Is that oh. clothes or is that your skin? Didn't we learn that it was like clothes? It is <laughs> clothes. Yes, it's technically clothes, but um, it, it just fits so well that it's kind of like a part of me like yeah. you're you know, just naked except for your neck yes and modern productions have made a lot of jokes about that mostly pepe calling me naked huh. now the only like reason pepe. i know that is because muppet vision 3d when you go in there's like a closet area and it's, there's a box <laughs> yeah there's just in a bunch the of those row, it's a box labeled kermit's neck ruffles and um <laughs> somebody kind of had their entire worldview blown away when they first noticed that. I think I was in the ride with you when that happened because I we both so walked over and we were like I, I have one like, more uh, question uh, for, for Kermit. Um, yeah. Are you more of a Pepe fan or a Rizzo fan? Well, it's complicated because Rizzo and I well, 
for a while Rizzo and I were just friends, but then from like 1991 to 2017, it felt like we shared some DNA, you know? Uh, it felt like we kind of had the same parent, if you will. Like Steve Whitmire was the oh. performer for both of us. <laughs> is what the joke I'm trying to make. Apparently I know nothing about the Muppets. So. Well, that's what I'm here for if you ever let me be a guest on your goddamn show. It's gonna happen. It's you, gonna can have your, you can have your people send in some questions on the Instagram and I will answer them. Can- Alright. We'll, we'll, we'll plan it for next week. Kermit, can, Kermit, can Kermit also be part of the March Madness bracket that will be released in April? The what? There's going to be a March Madness Disney and Universal bracket, but it's going to be released in April. Oh. <laughs> I mean, yeah, if you'll have me. Uh, yeah. You've been to Disney World. I've seen I the special. I have been there multiple times. Yeah. I, I mean, me personally, I've been there a little bit. I've never been a full meet and greet, even though it's the easiest thing that they could add to Hollywood Studios. But um, Constantine had a whole meet and greet there in 2014. Ugh. It was like, cool. He was you know. an actual, he was actually there. He was small. He was in a little cell. People were talking to him. And his voice is terrible. I'm sorry. Bad. Well, it's different. Mm. Sorry, Kermit. I don't know what your an emotional connection to Constantine is. Well, nowadays, well, sorry, I'm sounding like my old self. Hang on. well nowadays we're kind of like we are kind of brothers similar in the way of Rizzo and me back in the day or Rolf and me way back in the day but um you know we haven't talked to him in a while he's kind of he was kind of the villain he was kind of the star and then he just went to keep hanging out with Ricky Gervais oh I was on the mass singer (laughs) <laughs> i forgot about that I it was super weird how did they get him in the thing how did you get in the thing there is an entire podcast with my good friend matt vogel and toughpigs.com and he goes in depth to tell you how it all worked and let me tell you it's pretty interesting it's a weird like, show like the oh. first time did they just have um I, did they actually operate you inside the um the person that was like singing around the stage nah unfortunately he was <laughs> just, just sitting reveal. in a wheelchair wiggling around oh it was a motorized wheelchair underneath that giant snail oh i didn't see the uh i i get paranoid by the mass singer because it's a lot of zoom ins and like like yeah. what's gonna happen it's I weirdly do- filmed i never watch people- it oh. i never watch it i just go onto twitter and varieties like here's who was revealed this week and i usually just click on it being like uh what weird c-lister did they drag into <laughs> it this time and when it was like it's carpet the frog i was like it's fucking who <laughs> it's also just a group uh, like a crowd of people just chanting take it off mm. <laughs> and this is it's weird and even worse this season it's a crowd of people from last season yelling take yeah. it off recycled because... footage yeah <laughs> Apparently this week, uh, does anyone care if it's revealed who was this week? Well, it's only two of us and we're the only listeners. So Danny no. Trejo. 
Okay, I like that. An actual, a good friend of ours who was cut out of the 2011 movie, but was in Muppets Most Wanted and Muppets Now, now streaming on Disney+. Plus. He was also in Spongebob, I believe. Well, yeah, but Sponge on the Run's garbage. (laughs) It's so bad. All right, Kermit, you can go away now. Okay, bye. Bye, Kermit. We'll see you potentially next week. Connor, it's so cool that you know Kermit the Frog. I know, we're all buddies. I'm waiting for an opportunity to have him uh, burst into a no highway option. Oh, it's got to happen. Someone's got to give it to one of us. Speaking of no highway option, that's the show that I host with my friend Luke. And this week we had a bonus episode about the Zack Snyder's Justice League. And coming this Tuesday, tomorrow... It's going to be hooped with Jade Bartlett and Jason Mountain. It's a big chaotic episode that I have a lot of editing to do over the weekend. And then we got some cool guests coming up. We got a movie that I'm very excited to do a stupid voice for. I don't know if anyone else is excited to watch it, but that's that. You'll have to tell us after what it is. I need to know. And you can follow me personally at Corndair, C-O-R-N-D-A-I-R. And Nick, did you? Oh, if you see me on the street, uh, say hi. <laughs> All right. And my Rudolph's hosting SNL this week. You say Rudolph? Like Rudolph the Red Nosed Raider? Maya Ranger? Rudolph. Oh. That's it would be a, cool to cool. have a stop motion Rankin Bass host SNL. <laughs> Take so much time. That's my new pitch. All right. Well, thanks for listening to Cinema is Dead. That's the end. Tune in next time whenever. I didn't say anything dirty this week. Until we meet again. Yeah. Get out of here. Get 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 out. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby to get ourselves.